Before we get into the video, so many of you have been asked in your life who isn't stepping up in the way that you would like. Have you got someone that's blowing hot and cold? Maybe you have a great date with them and then they fade out. Maybe they made promises that they didn't keep and you're left wondering what is going on. Well, so Matthew here is describing the only types of men that women choose and how they act, by the way. Well, one of my clients recently asked me a particular question that I think is going to help a lot of you in this respect. She said, how do I deal with a guy who keeps promising to do things together, but then never steps up? So again, these girls, they think, right? Like, I'm going to choose Chad, right? And then I'm going to try to change Chad. They're not thinking like, I'm going to choose a good man and then I don't have to change anything. No, they're thinking, I'm going to get together with a guy who's attractive physically, who has lots of options, and then I'm going to convince him to change for me, right? This is what, what this, sent, this phrase means. A guy who keeps promising to do things together but never steps up. What, what the implication is, is that she's in a friends with benefits, right? And the guy is not you know, being a boyfriend, he's just using her as a friend with benefits. Like that's, and, but, but she wants to change him because she doesn't want another guy. She's alpha widowed. She's with Chad, right? That's, that's what this is. I know, I know. Dump him. <laughs> right? That's the, that's the impression she just has of, of, of what we do is just, uh, I know what you're going to say, just dump him. But I really like this guy. We have chemistry when we're together. We have common goals. It feels like we have everything we should have. But once I'm out of sight, he seemingly forgets about me. Just when I've decided to move on, I hear from him and he lures me back in. I exactly. You see, guys, I predicted it perfectly. Once I'm out of sight, he seemingly forgets about me. Just when I've decided to move on, I hear from him and he lures me back in. I've continued dating, but nobody measures up. So literally, he is my apex man, my ideal and I'm trying to convince him to be the, exactly the kind of man that I want. And he, he won't be the kind of man that I want. He does what he wants. Which is actually why she's attracted to him, by the way. Um, and, and look, look, she disrespectfully dates other men, right? Even though she's with this guy. So it's just very clearly alpha widow behavior. And, and the reason why he's not committing to you is because you do stuff like date other men w instead of trying to convince the guy to be with you. Continued dating but nobody measures up. Let's just break this down a little bit. How many people have had the experience of someone who says they're gonna do something and they don't really follow through? They sound very promising and like, this is gonna be a great romance and then that person's energy drops off after a date. Yeah, that's called, um, he was just saying what you wanted to hear in order to sleep with you and then he went on his merry way. You know how you can tell that the guy's going to act that way? Perfect freeze frame, by the way. You know how, how you, you can tell the guy's going to act that way? If he's three points more attractive than you. Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, newly revamped, posting weekly content, patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. Just go there and subscribe. Again, guys... It's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You could also drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shout outs to him. Link is in the description. Okay, let's continue. And yet, 
it becomes impossible to forget about them and move on because every time you do, all of a sudden that person reappears somewhere on your phone. They're either texting you, sending you a message on Instagram, or the most confusing of all, they just continue to watch your stories. Why, oh why, are they still watching my stories if they're- It's so easy. They just want a lay, and that's all they're interested in. They're not interested in dating you, they're not interested in getting to know you, they're interested in bedroom fun. Wow, what a difficult concept to understand, guys. And Matthew's just going to tiptoe and tiptoe and tiptoe around it because, again, he can't possibly tell the truth because, uh, you know, the truth is so bad, right? Telling the truth would make, make him not a millionaire anymore. They're not interested. One explanation is that they are madly in love with you. They can't get you off their mind. They realize that though it's hard to text you and reach out because that would be an act of vulnerability, the one thing they could do to stay in your life and to stay in your mind is to continue watching your stories just as a way of connecting to you. That's no, that's not true. From afar. Another possible explanation is that they were pooping. What I know for sure is that it's a complete waste of time trying to figure out which of the two it is with someone who's not actually trying. But... Uh, there was a, a part of this that I thought was really interesting where she says, we have chemistry when we're together. It exactly. So you know what that means? Friends with benefits. That's what it means. We have chemistry when we're together. It means he sees you as a friends with benefits. He sees you as an easy lay. And then he goes and does other stuff because he literally is not interested in an actual relationship with you because you don't have all of the qualities he's looking for in a girlfriend. Very simple. It feels like we have everything we should have. Now, I want to take that idea of chemistry and just break it down a little bit because chemistry is the justification for so much. When okay, I'm going to use an adage, okay? It's from a famous fantasy series, all right? And you just have to replace dancing with bedroom fun, okay? Dance with a girl, and she'll forgive much. Dance well, and she'll forgive almost anything. That is what chemistry means. The guy is so good at bedroom fun. He's so attractive. He's so... He triggers the hypergamous filters, you know, so well. He's such an apex guy. That... No other guy compares. The chemistry is gigantic and very good. And that's why the girl keeps coming back, because she knows she's not going to find another guy who is this hypergamously superior to other men. She's just, it's too hard. That's why she keeps coming back and coming back and coming back and quote-unquote falling back in. And she tries to talk to other guys, but there's no chance. That's why, guys. That's why someone feels like they have chemistry with a person it's like that person becomes sacred especially because indeed many of us don't feel chemistry very often so when we get no many women don't feel chemistry very often and why guys why why do so many women in 2023 not feel chemistry very often well here's why because women are hypergamous so what that means is they want a guy who's superior once they've had bedroom fun with a 
superior man. In their eyes. It doesn't mean he's actually superior. But in their eyes, he's emotionally relevant. Once they've had bedroom fun with that guy, their biology pair bonds them to that guy. And so, the only way to convince her biology to pair bond with a new guy is for the new guy to be superior to the old guy. Right? And so, basically... Because in order for the new guy to be superior to the old guy, that's the only way that she can feel the tingles or the chemistry, as it were. Uh, Most men don't do it, right? So let's say she gets with like a total Chad when she's 18 years old or 20 years old or whatever. Later on, the new guy that she wants to have bedroom fun with, he has to be superior to the old Chad. But eventually, after like the 10th Chad... The 11th Chad, or the 11th guy that wants, to, that wants to be with this girl, he doesn't measure up to the best qualities of all the previous 10 Chads. So she feels no chemistry. And that is an alpha widow, guys. So that's the idea. So when Matthew says, so many girls don't feel chemistry, what he's saying is so many girls are alpha widows. And it's true, they are. And it's because they're making these poor decisions when they're young. Close enough to someone to feel chemistry, when it feels mutual it suddenly feels like this rare thing that I have to hold on to. That's right. Now, when we think about chemistry, I truly believe we often confuse chemistry with anxiety. What- no, it's not a confusing. It's not, it's not confusion. Chemistry is anxiety. These girls literally fall in love with, is he into me? Is he not into me? Uh, does he love me? Does he not love me? Uh, are we going to get married? Or, uh, you know, is he going to leave tomorrow? Is he interested in some other girls? Is he sleeping with some other girl? Uh, is he doing this? Is he doing that? What's he actually doing? Is he, is he telling the truth? Is he a liar? Is he? That's what makes women fall in love. It isn't being nice. It isn't doing nice things for her, buying her nice things. It isn't doing the chores. It isn't, um, you know, uh, taking her to $200 dinners. That is not what makes girls fall in love. What makes girls fall in love is anxiety. Is he going to sleep with another girl? Am I the best he can do? Am I the, am I the only one for him? Am I the best bedroom fun he's ever had? Uh, will he be with me forever? Are we going to get married? Are we just going to be in a friends of benefits? Are we going to be in a relationship? And on and on and on and on. Guys, I'm telling you, this is how girls work. It's not, it's not this sugar, spice, everything nice, rainbows and butterflies thing that they have you, that they have you believe. No. Chemistry is anxiety. Chemistry is tension. Chemistry is dread. Because when you have bedroom fun with a girl and you're amazing at it, what is her immediate thought? Well, this guy must have had bedroom fun with like 50 girls, right? And so she knows that you that, that she she could just as easily be replaced by the 51st one. And that dread, that tension, that anxiety, that keeps the relationship together, guys. That's how it works. What we're really feeling a lot of the time, especially in a situation like this, where this person is blowing hot and cold, they're having a great time one minute and then he just disappears, he doesn't follow through. What we're really seeing there is a situation that could easily make someone anxious. A situation where someone is pulling away and our instinct when someone is pulling away is to do what? Invest in them more. We want to text them. We speak to our friends about what it all means. Even that is a strange form of investment, isn't it? When you sit with your friends and you talk about it. and But why did they just pull away? We had such a great time on the date. All of that is a kind of psychological blue uh, footprint that this person has 
That's right. So what is Matthew saying? Women are only attracted to men that are capable of doing this. This is why, men. This is why you are the prize in your life. This is why you prioritize yourself as the top. This is why you... This is why you care about yourself the most. This is why no girl comes above your mission. This is why. Because these girls... Like, that's what they're that's what they're attracted to. Just keep that in mind, guys. Okay. Here is an article by Roto Tomasi. Building better worlds. I had an interesting conversation this week with my good friend Ray and a couple of my designers, Sadie and Sam. Just a little background first. Sadie is a Japanese woman I, meant, uh, I mentioned in Mental Point of Origin. She's been divorced once and her relationship history is one punctuated by her involvement with beta men. She's the definition of the opportunistic concept of female love, but her frustration comes from never having been able to consolidate on an optimized hypergamy. She simply doesn't have attractiveness or feminine pleasantry to generate the alpha interest that would satisfy her. Thus, she attracts beta orbiters looking for some low-hanging fruit and force-fits them into a contextual alpha frame. In other words, she opportunistically entertains the betas with provisioning potential and hopes they'll man up into dominant alphas. Thus far, she's been disappointed. Sam is a man in his early 30s who makes a good living afforded by not having children and possessing a high-caliber technical skill set. He's got the outgoing, look at me, I'm special exuberance, I expect from um, some men. Uh, But he's not flamboyant and can still be professional when he has to be. He's been, quote-unquote, dating a new guy for a while now and has moved this guy into his home recently. He took part in our conversation because the issues of sharing resources, money, and picking up half the rent in case mortgage in relationship come up. Ray has been one of my best friends for over 15 years now, and he's the guy I mentioned in Good Girls Do. He's worked for me directly or indirectly for most of that time, and he's notorious for starting conversations like this when we have downtime. He's a fire starter. It's what I like about him. And among the three, he's the only one who knows my online reputation. Ray is RP aware, so he knows how to prompt a controversial conversation with me when we're in mixed company. Uh, Ray. RT, hypothetical question. RT, do I have to? Yeah, let's say your girlfriend, uh, you move your girlfriend in with you. Uh, let's say I don't, and I would never do that. End of hypothetical. No, no, I know. But say you did, and let's say your rent is 1000 a month. Would you tell your girlfriend, hey, the rent is 1000 a month. How about you pay 300 and I'll pay 700 Or would you say 50-50? Uh, no, I'd pay it all myself. I'd also be sure that only my name was on the lease. Why? Uh, what? Why? That's silly. That's what the, This is what the girl chimes in. You wouldn't expect any contribution? No. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't turn it down if she took it upon herself to contribute, but I wouldn't expect it from a girl I foolishly brought into my living arrangement. You wouldn't expect her to pay half? No. If I can't provide my own $1,000 rent of food or to keep the lights on, I have no business bringing a woman into that arrangement. If, uh, if I have more than enough for myself, I don't need her paying. Besides, if she's that into living with me, she'll want to contribute in other ways and I won't have to ask. You don't think it should be an equal split? Maybe that's a man or woman thing. Yes and no. I'm sure between you and your boyfriend, there's a more dominant personality, right? Yeah, me. And you probably make more money too. So there's really no equality when it comes down to it. And then the the girl's like, I expect my boyfriend to pay half the rent. Of course you do, because women think in terms of equality when it works to their advantage. What if your boyfriend could pay for all the rent, utilities, and most of everything else? Would you still try to pay half? Yes, of course. What if you only paid just half and you knew it was a better deal for him? Her, tentatively, yes. I doubt that. But what you're saying is that you'd limit improving your way of life to maintain a belief in equality. And then here's, here's what she says. All the guys I've lived with have been mooches. 
which explains why you're not living with them anymore. It goes both ways. Women don't respect men they need to support. All this stuff about equality in relationships is nonsense. If your boyfriend could easily make rent while you struggle to come up with it, you'd resent him for it. There is no equal division. I guess I see what, what you're saying, but the expectation is still the same even for me and my boyfriend. There is no equality in a relationship, but there can be complementarity where either person's benefits can offset the needs of the other. So you and Mrs. Tomasi aren't 50-50? Ray, I make about four times the money that she does. How is there ever going to be anything like equality with that kind of balance? Uh, Ray, but what about chores and stuff? Uh, Rolo, uh, I take care of the outside of the house. She takes care of the inside. I do the smelly, dirty jobs. She keeps the fresh, cleaning ones. It's not rocket science. Uh, and then here's what the girl says. Sounds like you just want to stay in the power position. Uh, yes, but it's only a power play if you're exploiting your partner. Women like to say they want an equal partner, but they don't, do they? They want someone to respect and look up to. So when that comes down to numbers, to money, what's really holding you together? Love? Mutual interests? Right now you can't help but be the more dominant one in your relationship. So do you stop being so just to balance things? Did you expect to, your partner to pick up the slack more? So here's the cardinal rule of relationships. In any relationship, the person with the most power is the one who needs the other the least. Uh, the principle isn't so much about power as it is about control. This might sound like semantics, but it makes a difference. It's very easy to slip into binary arguments and think that what I mean by the cardinal relationships is that one participant must absolutely rule over the other, a domineering dominant to a doormat submissive. Control in a healthy relationship passes back and forth as desire and need dictate for each partner. In an unhealthy relationship, you have an unbalanced manipulation of this control by a partner. Although control is never in complete balance, it becomes manipula manipulative when one partner in essence blackmails the other with what would otherwise be a reinforcer for the manipulated under a healthy circumstance. This happens for a plethora of different reasons, but the condition comes about by two ways. The submissive participant becomes conditioned to allow the manipulation to occur, and or the dominant initi initiates the manipulation. In either case, the rule still holds true. The one who needs the other the least has the most control. Nowhere is this more evident than in interpersonal relationships. Okay. And of course, it interferes with egalitarian equalism. No doubt. All right, let's continue. In your mind, and that's a form of investment. Even if that person doesn't feel it, even if you're not texting them, you're investing in them mentally. And then, of course, that's right. the more you think about them... It means they live in your mind for free. They're doing nothing and you're thinking about them. And the more you stress about, are they going to get back to me? Are they not going to get back to me? Are they going to ask me on another date? All of that is a kind of investment. And we start to crave this thing that we don't have. And it's hard at that point to separate how much of the craving is to do with it being so out of this world great and how much is to do with the fact that we don't have it. How much is to Most of the time, it's the second one. So again, these girls, they're not choosing good men and then they're complaining when it doesn't work out well for them. Well, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but that's how it goes. If you're going to pick a guy that's going to do this kind of stuff, that's the result you're going to get, right? Basically, if the girls are going to pick a guy who's three points higher than them in SMV, don't complain when he doesn't want to date you for real and only wants you as, as a friends with benefits. Do with the fact that this person is making us always second guess ourselves. There is a kind of game that we're in that is keeping us fully occupied. We always have to suspect ourselves if... We haven't actually got someone, if we're not actually with them in a committed and secure relationship. Right. A lot of these girls on TikTok, if you listen to the TikToks, they're just telling on themselves that they're just with Chad and he's just using them for bedroom fun. 
and they're not getting any of Chad's commitment, right? And a lot of the time when you listen to these TikToks, it's really obvious that the girl has traits that make it obviously why the guy wouldn't want to actually date her, right? It's it's like glaringly obvious, right? But she seems to think that they're in a relationship because they're having bedroom fun, you know, on Wednesday at 1 a.m. Like, no, that doesn't mean you're in a long-term committed monogamous relationship. And yet we're saying that we have the greatest chemistry with them. That's right. You always have to suspect yourself if that's going on. Because there is this whole artificial element of excitement and mystery that's being created by the space between you and by the uncertainty of the situation itself. And by the way, everyone is more mysterious with space. Entire celebrity culture plays on that mystery. That's right. Which is why, guys, I recommend this strategy, okay? Don't text all the time. Actually be busy. These things will make you more attracted to women than you know. If you are busy working on yourself, your life, your side projects, all of that, and you're not texting your girl all the time, then she doesn't know what you're doing when you're not around, and she's imagining all the cool things you're doing, right? Versus you texting her every second... She is just, like, you become too available, too easy, too accessible. And this is boring. And also, um, why are you wasting all that time? That's what she's going to think. Why is this guy wasting so much time on me when he could be using it on something that's worth, you know, like, when he could be investing his time? Of course, they don't think this... uh, logically they think this you know uh, subconsciously right and she starts to disdain you because you're putting her above yourself he plays on the hysteria of you can't get close to me but i'm gonna feed you just little details that make you think i'm compelling mesmerizing exciting the people that we think are mysterious do you think oh there's something more i forgot to mention this if you want a relationship to go super well Don't reveal everything all at once, right? So when you're, like, at the very beginning of your relationship, don't tell her everything that you do, everything that you know, everything you're capable of. Don't tell her all that. Little bit by little bit, guys. And the reason you do that, the reason you do that uh, is because every time you reveal something new that you're capable of doing, it's like, oh, it's like something new, something interesting, something exciting about yourself. If you reveal everything, there is no mystery. And actually, after you've you've revealed so many different things about yourself, she's going to be like, what can't this guy do? It's going to be very impressive, right? And all you did really was limit the rate at which you revealed everything about yourself, right? I think Prince was mysterious to the people that knew him best, to his best mates. Do you think he was mysterious? No, he was just a guy. A talented guy, a guy with a lot of success and fame, but to them, he's just a person. And the real test of what we have with someone is at the point of them becoming boring, how do we feel about them then? Is this someone we want to be with at that point? Right, that's, uh, so a lot of girls in 2023, what happens is this. They get into these short two to three week relationships, two to three month relationships, over and over and over and over, where they never truly discovered anything about anyone, right? And they assume that long relationships are going to be that way. And so the second they get into a, like a year relationship, a year and a half, they find the person boring and just leave. 
because, you know, they're not exciting. But really what happened is that, I mean, you didn't learn the boring parts of Chad. You just had his, uh, you know, like his bedroom fun. So anyway, there's that. Okay. Uh, On to the Reddit post. Uh, Posted two days ago on relationship advice. The guy, who's 29, I'm dating, says I, who's 26, am being manipulative for wanting to date others. I've been dating this guy for a bit over two months. I really adore him and see a future together. We've been seeing each other almost every day, spending the nights together, and we text and call all the time. So about a week ago, I sat down with him and we had the talk. I told him I have feelings for him and would like to have a long-term relationship and asked if he felt the same. Given his behavior for the past months, I was pretty confident this was going to be a nice romantic conversation. So guys, keep this in mind. If you show these behaviors, if you've spent every single day with the, with the girl at the beginning, she's going to assume this. Just keep that in mind. He responded by literally saying, define feelings, and explaining he, quote-unquote, does not like labels or this whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Notice the, the guys that girls choose, by the way. I was very surprised and hurt and felt a bit humiliated, but said I understood and respected it. After that, he just went on like nothing had happened and seemed genuinely confused when I left to sleep at home that night. I I took a week to think about things. I really like him, but I don't like the idea of investing all my time and love in someone that does not feel the same way. Pride. So when I met him yesterday, I told him that I wanted to change things. We can still see each other, be friends, maybe even do cozy or bedroom fun stuff if I'm ever in the mood, but that I would like to have some space to get over my romantic feelings, plus maybe go on some dates and explore the waters. So again, what's she doing? She is being manipulative. She's pulling away because she's not getting what she wants. She wants to be in the power position in her relationship. That's the implication here. He got really upset, saying that I was manipulative and toxic, trying to force him to call me his girlfriend or I'd go sleep with others. He also said that I was being pushy for wanting the definition of the relationship this early on. I agree. This made me feel really bad and I'm now questioning my decisions. Maybe part of me wanted to see his reaction when I told him I wanted to go on other dates, not to force him to be with me. I wouldn't want that anyway, if I know he doesn't want it, but to show him that I'm not just a silly girl completely in love with him and that I do have other options. Maybe that was super toxic, but at the time, I'm just being honest. I don't want to be in a one-sided relationship. I don't know. I need an outside perspective. So, no, it's totally manipulative, and she knows exactly what she's doing. Okay. So, uh, here's the top comment, 233 upvotes. You want a boyfriend. He did not want to be your boyfriend. You started to look elsewhere for someone who wants to be your boyfriend. Is not being manipulative because he doesn't want that role. I detested dating people like that when I was single. You want everything that comes with commitment from me, but you don't want to commit and expect me to just wait around and see if you might change your mind at some point, but also might not. No. If we want different things, the sensible thing is to go and find someone who wants the same. So this is how girls think when they're 30 plus, right? But when they're 23, they'll just be with Chad and they won't care about the labels. Just keep that in mind, guys. So if she's trying to put the label on it after two months, you know exactly how she sees you. She sees you as a beta. She doesn't see you as chat. All right, we're going to end the episode there. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, newly revamped, posting weekly content, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You could also drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shout out to him. Link is in the description. Thank you so much, guys. If you took the time out of your day to listen to the video, especially to the end, you guys are wonderful. Take care of yourselves and I will see you next time.